These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A woman sadly died in the John Hunter Hospital after a two-car collision near Taree. The crash occurred around 7.20 Tuesday night when a 40-year-old woman in a Ford Falcon and a 19-year-old woman in a Mazda 2 collided. Senior Constable Cathy Panetta said both women were injured. As a result of the crash, the driver of the Ford, a 40-year-old woman, was ejected from the vehicle while the Mazda driver, a 19-year-old woman, was trapped for some time. The younger woman was released from the wreckage by rescue officers and airlifted to John Hunter Hospital in a critical condition but later died. The older woman was also taken to the John Hunter for hip, ankle and rib injuries. Police are conducting crash investigations. Following Tuesday's opening of the new Hunter Correctional Centre at Cessnock, Minister for Corrections David Elliott hit back at claims the jail is a quick fix for overcrowding. The number of inmates housed in New South Wales prisons is at its highest in history at more than 13,000. Built in just 54 weeks, the 400-bed facility is a rapid-build prison, which Shadow Corrections Minister Guy Zangari labelled a band-aid solution which could pose a security risk. But David Elliott said they've done what's best for our justice system. I've heard the words quick fix used a lot and I don't understand because for, for one minute people are saying that we need to increase the capacity and the next minute they're criticising the fact that we needed a rapid build prison. Uh, no, this is not something that is necessarily new to Western democracies. It's being used in the United States and we, it, it was not built on a whim. On Wednesday, a man was charged with sickening historical child sex offences allegedly committed in The Hunter during the 1960s. Last year, officers from Newcastle Police were alerted by the Royal Commission about the alleged indecent assault of a then three-year-old girl. The 69-year-old accused was arrested on Tuesday morning at Maitland Police Station. He was granted conditional bail and will appear at Newcastle Local Court on March 15. A hunter pharmacist expressed his disappointment in Thursday's changes to codeine access laws. Over-the-counter pain and flu medications containing codeine are now prescription only, following reform to curb opiate dependency. Phil Dibbon from Scott Dibbon Pharmacy said banning over-the-counter codeine is a step too far. No, I think it's absolutely overkill. And we're using an enforcement method to try and treat. An enforcement method that affects everybody, and 97% of people are using these products correctly. So to manage the 3%, we're bringing in the enforcement model. And generally speaking with that, there are ways around those things. It was revealed on Thursday the health of the Port Stephens ecosystem is at risk after 20,000 kingfish escaped from a fish farm. A pen enclosing the fish was damaged by large ocean swells causing it to breach and letting the fish escape. Marine Parks Association Chairman Frank Future said the kingfish are definitely hungry. Anything smaller than themselves that they can get in their mouth, these are fairly big predators so they'll be attacking i would imagine that some genetic memory will kick in you know even though they've been fed only on pellets so uh, you know they're not looking for eating bits of seaweed or anything like that these are going to be looking for small fish and police appealed to the public for information following a drive-by shooting at Gilliston Heights on Friday morning. Sergeant Dave Rose said just before 12.30, several shots were fired into a home and garage on Paradise Street. A woman who was the only occupant at the time was not injured during the incident. And officers from Port Stephens Hunter Police District attended just a short time later and established a crime scene. Now it's believed that several shots were fired into the home and garage from the street. Police have been told that after the shots were fired, a vehicle was seen to drive from the area. In sport this week, 
The Newcastle Jets W League side secured their first finals appearance since the opening season of 08-09, with a 5-1 win over Canberra United on Sunday. Last with one point in 2014, the side has come a long way under coach Craig Deans over the past three years. Newcastle weightlifter Pip Malone geared up for her first Commonwealth Games, just two years after taking up the sport. The former Australian CrossFit champion has just four months to prepare for two separate weight classes in the event. Malone said the key is to keep her work rate up. I'm pretty consistent with both now, um, and that's what I'm going to need to do on the Gold Coast to win a medal. I'm going to have to pull out some good numbers on both lifts. Newcastle Knights players and staff announced they'll visit more than 100 schools from today over the next fortnight. It's all in a bid to teach youngsters some skills of the game. And in the NPL, Valentine signed former Blacktown striker Daniel Ott and Japanese midfielder Shinju Soju for the 2018 season.